Well, you know what that music means. It is time once again for the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your two favorite indie promotions of all time. That being Limitless Wrestling and Let's Wrestle. My name is Josh Nason, and on this week's show, we're going to look ahead to this Saturday's Limitless Wrestling event. It's going to feature big matches, challenges, and also some returns, some debuts, all kinds of fun stuff. We're also going to do a quick look back at Let's Wrestle most recent show, and then also look ahead to a Limitless Wrestling regular who's going to be making his debut at Let's Wrestle coming up in May. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, and also some other stuff as well. Joining me as always is the head of the table for both Limitless and Let's Wrestle, Randy Carver. Randy, tell everybody hello. Hello, Josh. What a professional. I forgot to even put the Let's Wrestle plug for May 21st in the rundown, but you got it covered. Uh, How's it going today, Josh? I'm uh, I'm excited to be back on the podcast. Things are good. Things are good. I mean, you, you know, I'm the talent here, and you made me wait a little while uh, due to a, a quote unquote car accident. You you no ran into quote my friend mile marker two oh nine. There was a wow. trailer truck that either blew a tire or fell asleep because he was driven into the woods, and I hope he is okay. Driven into the woods. Jeez, that's no. Good. Yeah, it was uh, the scene. The scene was over, but it was now it was time for the wrecker to pull the truck. Uh, the trailer truck from the woods. So it was quite a scene to watch as we were going by. Mm. Were uh, Goldust and Roddy Piper wrestling in the back? Is that what was happening? I can't say that they were. That would have been a much more interesting scene, and I probably <laughs> would have put you on hold longer to see what was up. <laughs> Absolutely. For those people, go back in your WrestleMania archives if you don't know that reference. Anyway, before we begin... Wherever you're listening, thank you. And uh, subscribe, like the video if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening. We appreciate it and let other people know as well. So let's get into it. This Saturday night, Yarmouth, Maine, Limitless Wrestling. Hard to not act. Hard, God, I keep messing this up, Randy. Hard to not act reckless. I gotta listen That's to my not time. even correct, though. Why am I hard messing Hard not that? to act reckless. Hard not to act reckless. Boy, I am. Hard not to act reckless. Don't get old, everybody. Don't get old. Hard not to act <laughs> reckless. Coming up this Saturday in uh, in Yarmouth, Maine, we will get uh, very reckless at that show. Ticket situation right now as we talk, and by the time you listen to this, uh, under 50 remaining, unless that's dropped in the, in the last day or so. Under 40 uh, now. Under 40. I just sent out a few more today, Tuesday. So if you ordered them before uh, 1.30-ish on Tuesday, you're going to have your tickets in the mail and they'll be there by the end of the week. If not, if you order after Tuesday or Tuesday afternoon on, they're going to be held at the door under the buyer's name. So uh, just make sure you have your digital receipt available via phone and you'll be all set. That's right. So yeah, by the time you guys are listening to this, make sure if you're buying your tickets, uh, you'll be getting them at the door and don't wait again, under four year remain and walk ups. You never know. They're unpredictable and expect another big house and coming into a big summer for Limitless Wrestling, as always, and a lot of big matches on the show, Randy, and just kind of just get your feeling overall. I'm sure you're not going to say the card's a piece of shit or anything, but what is your, what's your general kind of feeling going into uh, going into Saturday? This is a, I, in looking over this card, we've talked about the past few weeks, There's it, it's, very, it's always very interesting and big stakes, especially in the main event, but what's your feeling overall going into Saturday? I really enjoy what's coming together here for this one, honestly, Josh. Like, it... It kind of feels like a Westbrook era lineup with uh, just a lot of interesting matchups. Like you said, high stakes, uh, some big rematches, some big first time ever collisions, like a lot going on here. And uh, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out at the end of the night. 
That's right. Weather's looking good, so everyone should be in the house. And yeah, get those tickets now if you haven't. Let's go right at the top, Randy. Your main event of the evening. This is a a match has been building here for uh, for a few months now. Uh, kind of the the path to this. Rip Bison getting his first shot at the Limitless Wrestling World Title, taking on the incumbent champion Alec Price, who's been obviously on the roll of all roles. Uh, Brian Keith, he defeated him recently. Uh, Limitless show and just been again. I can go over the, the names that he's beaten, but everyone listening to this knows that. And Rip Bison earning his way in the three way with former two time champion Anthony Green and also um, multi title uh, challenger, uh, multi time title challenger JD Drake, tough guy that he is. And Rip Bison surviving that, getting the pin clean and getting his opportunity against Alec Price. And we've uh, it, two hmm, two very unpredictable forces here. Rip Bison is unpredictable in a very physical bruiser Brody cactus Jack uh, backyard brawler type way, but can obviously get it done when it comes inside the squared circle. Alec price unpredictable in that he hits people from angles that you have to like see a replay in order to see how he pulled some of these things off. Spectacular move set has been really peaking at the right time. As we've talked about his schedule, obviously increasing. So the wear and tear in his body is increasing, but he's still been able to you know get it done in the ring, both limitless and other rings as well. And yeah, this is going to be uh, no easy night at the office for Alec Price against, again, a very unpredictable Rip Bison who is motivated, saying on Twitter, I mean, he's he's expecting to walk out of this thing on Saturday with the title. It's going to be a great main event. Yeah, I'm stoked for this one. I mean, it's two guys who started in Let's Wrestle, really made a name for themselves and uh, have grown through Limitless Wrestling. We saw him freak, uh, frequently on the road, featured in a lot of main events on that program. Both wrestlers very successful as we moved from pandemic programming back to live events and really Alec price took off. And like you said, peaked at the right time. He got his title shot at Anthony green. He won it and he's been on a roll ever since, but Rip Bison, very few blemishes on the record. And he was over, he was able to overcome the big blemish. I would say that's been on his record in that triple threat. Number one contenders match last month, defeating JD Drake. And that's, that's got to feel big. It's got to feel uh, like a wave of momentum, I think, for Rip Bison. And I, he's been confident on Twitter, like you said. He's expecting to walk out of this champion. And I don't think you can go into a matchup like this feeling any other kind of way because Alec Price on an absolute roll right now. I think his style is so unique and key, continues to change all the time. I mean, we're seeing new things out of Alec Price every time you see him wrestle. And I think that's something very interesting that he brings to the table makes him tough to game plan for regardless if these two have faced off in the ring one or two times before. And Alec price, I do have to say has got the better of rip bison up to this point when they've collided in limitless wrestling. One was in the dojo, uh, IWTV untitled. Ah, uh, yes. They wrestled in uh, yes. New Jersey and Alec got the better of him there as well. So uh, it's a big fight feel, obviously rip bison on a tear going into this thing. And, I'm interested, Josh. I want you to pick it. Who's your winner of the main event? Who's walking out with the championship? Well, I always kind of go my my UFC rule that if you have a long reigning champion, you you always go with them first. I think I'm oh boy, I, my my head goes with Alec Price. My heart goes with Rip Bison. I think I'm going to go with the champ to retain Alec Price, and it's going to be a great matchup and in a big elevation for for Rip Bison. I. I, I'm saying I wanted to ask you this. So Rip Bison has been someone's kind of been in your orbit, so to speak, for a long time. You've talked about Tomahawk before and how we kind of just changed the persona and really is, is kind of skyrocketed uh, in the scene since then. 
This would mean a lot to him to win this title if he's able to defeat Alec Price on Saturday. I think it would be emotional for the people in the stands. And some of these guys have just kind of come through come through the system, so to speak, them to get these opportunities as big in its own right. But, I mean, we saw what Alec did since the we talked about ad nauseum, the, the J.D. Drake match, uh, where he kind of got his first taste of going up against the big time and see what he's doing now. And Rip Bison seems to be on that same on that same path. And this would be... I'm just to see with the fans, how the fans respond to both, because you're two guys that are very popular with, both, with the fans. But, you know, a Rip Bison win, I mean, dare I say, if he was to pull, pull this off, could be like when Anthony Green won the VLC, when he won his first title. Um, this could be a, a really fun night either way coming up in uh, in Saturday. Emotional, emotional result. I mean, it's almost reminiscent of Alex's rise to the top of Limitless. You know what I mean? He, uh, the, fan, the the real groundswell of support you could feel it from the fan base live you could feel it from those who watched on IWTV and then for for them both to get it done in a huge circumstance you know Alec Price rode the wave into a number one contenders match he was victorious he got to Anthony Green got to the champion and Rip Bison he had to go through two guys to get there he had to go through JD Drake and the former champion Anthony Green and he was able to do it so Man, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. Yeah, gonna be wild coming up this Saturday in Yarmouth. Won't be the only world champion on the show. And while the title won't be on the line, MLW World Champion Alexander Hammerstone, the big man himself, is going to be back in Limitless for the first time in a long time, taking on now former uh, MLW roster member Big Beef. And this is this is I mean, it's interesting for a few a uh, few ways, right? These two guys are a big. I believe it's probably a first time ever meeting between them. And again, it's been a while since Hammerstone came in. This is his first singles match, I believe, in Limitless. I believe it was a, you know, a tag match the first time. And Hammerstone's been on a run. He's taking a break from his uh, his feuding with uh, Richard Holiday and, and Caesar Duran and MLW and whatever's going on there and gets to, you know, take a, you know, was it, you know, take a nice night off from dealing with all that, but he has a a maniac in big beef and someone that's been on his own role. We saw him in the uh, the crazy match with Slade. Last time out bleeding didn't seem to make a difference. Obviously, coming off you know the dog collar match and the feud with Charles Mason months ago, and he's been on a roll, just beating up people, getting victories. And but he has a, a big obstacle in his way in the current MLW World Champion. Yeah, I mean, let's just be real. Beef's got a lot to prove here. I think in this matchup, and uh, I, I think he wants to solidify not only to himself but to everybody, to anyone who's doubted him, to anyone who hasn't seen what he has to offer because man, I mean, fuck it. The people that have seen him live at limitless, they know, they know what he brings to the table. They know what he's all about. And especially like you talk about the war with Slade last time, absolutely psychotic. Like it was just, an, I don't know. I, I missed, uh, I missed half of it live and I came up and I was uh, a little baffled by what I was seeing and beef was busted and he continued to roll on and continued to bring it to Slade. And he, he's been on a roll lately like you said, and this would be huge. I mean, he's he's got a lot to prove, and Hammerstone, I mean, he's one of the top guys out there right now. You can't say that he's not. MLW world champion, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a while since he's been in Limitless. First ever singles match that he's had here. We saw him in tag team action the last time he was here, defeating CJ Cruz and Josh Briggs, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of game plan that Hammerstone comes in with to face someone like Beef because he's got a savage in there in Big Beef. So uh, I'm interested how the world champ is going to handle this because uh, I think Beef has got something to prove, nothing to lose in this matchup, and I think that's dangerous to get in the ring with if you're world champion Hammerstone who is not coming back to Maine to lose. Yeah, and if you look like, you know, 
talking about, you know, beefs run in MLW, like even going back to uh, last March, and obviously this was during a, a little bit was during the, uh, the pandemic era, but I mean, just the guys he's been in there with Tyree Taylor, JD Drake, Rip Bison, uh, several times, including that insane strap match, uh, Alec Price, the current world champion, Davey Richards. You guys remember that from fresh blood in November or sorry, October We had the Charles Mason series and then, uh, Slade. So, I mean, he's been in there against tough competition, hard hitting competition. Uh, and, and yeah, this is going to be, it's going to be very interesting. Again, you mentioned Hammerstone, you know, what he's, he's going to come in here with and, and you never know, Randy, he could be, you know, looking to pick up a big win here and may raise his eyes, have a word and be like, huh. I might want the winner of that Limitless Wrestling World title match. You never know. Never know a Limitless Wrestling, right? I mean, after a win like that, I, I couldn't say that he's out of the picture. Mm. So we go to a match that I don't know what picture this fits in. This is going to be a, a bizarre one for, for uh, no doubt about it, due to university rules, Randy. Brad Cashew and the university rules, accompanied by the one and only Dean Fernicola, who made his Limitless debut uh, last month, taking on the unorthodox Gangrel, making his return to Limitless Wrestling. And again, I, I opined on the last show, I don't really, I don't know if vampires do, you know, following rules, especially university rules. And uh, yeah, so the, the WD veteran may, again, returning to Limitless Wrestling and university rules. This is, uh, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I, I, <laughs> I, I would expect that maybe Dean Fernicola might want to wear something around his neck uh, when it comes to uh, being around a vampire and trying to instill rules that probably doesn't want to follow. Yes, I cannot imagine that Gangrel is uh, any kind of familiar or will take very well to university rules. So I think this could be a tough night at the office for Brad Cashew, who actually has been on a roll recently, defeating Ichabon last month and uh, instilling university rules, which, you know, Let's be real. Definitely helped the matter out for Cashew and Dean Fernicola. But uh, Gangrel, like you said, I don't think he's a dude who's going to follow any rules that are put in play by Cashew and Fernicola. And uh, I'd be I'd be weary of a Impaler DDT if I was either Fernicola or Cashew on this night, because, uh, man, Gangrel's still rocking and rolling. It's going to be awesome to have him back in the house. People are stoked for it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly I gotta, I'm kind of excited to see if they try to instill some rules here. Like, what what are you going to try to say to this dude? Mm. Greg Grouse's first appearance since his Limitless Wrestling debut at Fresh Blood back in uh, October 2019 at the Yarmouth and Vets defeating Alexander Lee uh, way back in the day and, and at four with Alexander Lee, D.L. Hurst, and Dan Housen. Uh, that was a long time ago, obviously. So, yeah, looking forward to see what happens. And I wanted to ask you, you know, as a promoter, on uh on event nights you know you don't want a uh un- unwelcome surprises i imagine when all of a sudden dean fernicola struts in the back uh and, and shows in kind of you know highfalutin as he as he appeared uh when the fans saw him last month kind of must have been a little bit off-putting a little bit surprising to you i would assume no well i wound everybody up uh top shelf troy nelson when and you can kind of hear it on commentary it's quite comical uh he's going nuts trying to get a look at that book he wants to look at the rule book and i think uh I think everybody shared the same sentiment after that Ichabon match, but uh, not the first time that I've seen Dean Fernicola poking around the locker room, but uh, this was the worst time I will have to say. <laughs> and uh, speaking of going back in time for, uh, for old uh, people to return the shook crew, Randy, the shook crew is back. This version, Bobby Orlando and Bryce Don returning to take on main zone MSP danger kid and Aiden Agar, of course. And this is the shook crew's first appearance 
since March 2019. That was Welcome to the Dance. That was in, um, oh my God, of course, was it in, not in Yarmouth? That was in, uh, that was Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook. That's what I think, Westbrook. And that match, it was a trios match featuring MSP versus Bobby Orlando, Bryce Donovan, and Max Caster, currently in AEW's The Acclaim. I had completely forgot. I was there in the house that night. I remember this match. I, I, I did not have any idea that Max Caster was once in the Shook Crew. No shit, really. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's it was the three of them forever. And obviously, uh, I mean, there it's not that they're disbanded. Caster's just obviously got a little busier schedule now sometimes. and uh, But yeah, uh, Shook Crew returning the first time in uh, any kind of tag or trio iteration since uh, March of 2019. We did see Bobby Orlando frequently on the road a couple mm. seasons of it and i think had a couple standout matches so it's awesome to get him back in the mix in a live capacity finally um and bryce donovan i mean a- after a little bit of a scare recently i don't know if you saw any of that josh but um had like a collapsed lung issue a couple months ago and actually like th- this is the craziest part is like he it, it happened uh maybe mid-weekend and he went out there and wrestled the next day and had like a like tore it down and a triple threat that also included Anthony Green. And then after that, knew something wasn't right and then was in the hospital for like, I don't know, a week and a half following. So just a crazy little journey that he's been on recently, but awesome to see that he's back in the ring already. And uh, I'm just stoked to see like what this match brings to the table because uh, we haven't seen this in a long time. And MSP Shook Crew, you go back, watch that match just up for free on youtube.com slash limitless wrestling. Uh, these teams have changed so much since then in just a couple of years, like MSP, especially, but shook crew as well. I think both teams have refined their skills. They really feel authentic. They know who they are now. And uh, I'm just stoked to see what this match brings in 2022. And one thing we should note is MSP coming here on a two match losing streak. And that's a rare thing to say when it comes to limitless wrestling, uh, taking the loss to bear country back in January. And then obviously last month, losing to their rivals in art, Aaron Rourke and Ricky Smokes, who were looking for a big victory there to appease uh, Ava Everett. And yeah, this was, yeah, they come here, the uh, losers of the last two, need, and, and obviously they were embarrassed by art the last time out, you know, the glitter in the face and just how that whole thing went down. They got something to prove here. And they're looking, they need, you know, go, they want to go in a three-match losing streak in Limitless. But yeah, they're, they come in here needing a big win and this should be a, yeah, must win. I don't say must win, but, I would say these guys are thinking they got to come in here and, and pull off a victory. Yeah, I, I would say so too. I mean, it's not typical that we see them really slide past one loss here or there, like you said. And uh, the Bear Country match, extremely physical. And I think truly they got surprised. They got, you know, uh, obviously glitter thrown in the eyes last time and uh, not really much you can do about that in the circumstance. But um, yeah, I, th- I think caught off guard last month with Art and they really it is kind of a must-win situation i think you're right because uh they've got to get back on track here and shook crew uh, i think it's a must-win for them as well because if you want to solidify yourself and we've seen this with teams throughout the years in limitless wrestling if you want to solidify yourself and really kind of punch your ticket back to limitless wrestling if you impress and get a win over msp it's almost guaranteed so uh big deal for the shook crew big deal for msp High stakes tag team match. I'm all for it. Mm. And you never know. I mean, Shook Crew may get an invite to Wrestle Prom down the road. You never have any idea. As a plug, there it is. One of these days. Oh boy! So this is a uh, this is a very interesting match. Channing Thomas, as remember last month, he is 
we've talked about the uh, close to dismantling of prestigious. This is the inner turmoil that's happening between these three guys and John Alba. And John Alba returning has uh, has not helped efforts at all. Cheney Thomas blowing up at the group last time out and basically telling John Alba he won a big match. He won a, a, a marquee match. He won somebody in there, and he got him. Anthony Green, the former two-time Limitless Wrestling World Champion, taking on Channing Thomas, singles competition. He wanted uh, a big fish. He wanted big game. He's got it Saturday night. He really does. And uh, I'm very excited to you know see Channing cook here in a scenario where I feel like distractions are going to be minimal. Uh, he only wants John Alba out there at ringside, wants no bullshit, no BRG, no Mac Daniels. And I feel like Channing, I mean, if we look back at the past couple months, he's been in positions to take these matches home for prestigious. And something somewhere has gone. There's been a trip up in the process. Uh, and I, I think it comes down to them not trusting that Channing can just, like, seal the deal. And this would be, I think, the an incredible confidence booster for Channing Thomas and uh, prestigious as a whole. If he can defeat a former two time limitless champion on his own, no funny business to solidify what these guys can do and they can back up everything that they're saying. Cause we've seen him before in a singles capacity on a limitless show, get the job done in a big circumstance, defeated jigsaw back at prize possession. There was shenanigans involved in that one. Go back and watch the tape. It's on YouTube for free as well. Um, and and this time, I think, I just think Channing, I don't know, it almost feels like he's grown up a little bit since uh, the guy that we met on live events really for the first time in this prestigious capacity back in June of 2021. And uh, you got to be, you know, uh, I, I think with that kind of mentality of I've got to go win this shit, I got to bring the best that I possibly have against someone like Anthony Green, who's really been in the ring with it all. He's seen it all. He's seen Channing Thomas in trios action recently. I know they wrestled uh, maybe a 20-minute match in the middle of Vermont a few months ago. So these guys have some familiarity with each other. But uh, this is the biggest stage that they've done this on. And this is the biggest stage for Channing Thomas that he's really had in a limitless wrestling ring. He's going one-on-one with the former champ. And it's uh, you talk about must-win scenario for the last tag team match. This is an absolute must-win scenario for both wrestlers here. Yeah, Chan Thomas's first singles match since uh, November at uh, Prize Possession when he defeated um, Jigsaw, if you guys remember that. And obviously been in a lot of trios competition with Prestigious off and on here over the last year or so. So yeah, big for him. And yes, yeah, you mentioned big for both guys. Must win. Anthony Green, you know, speaking of MSP coming in 0-2, Anthony Green 0 for his last two. And he's talked about, we, we've mentioned this before a lot, he's got to get back on it and, and kind of get, uh, get his momentum back going. And he... He needs a big one coming up on Saturday because you don't want to be 0 and 3, especially, you know, former, you know, I'm sure that people look at him, especially in the back and new people coming in, like, you know, he's the first, he's the only two time champion in the company's history. And if other people are coming in, they're like, huh, this guy can't get a win. I mean, he's, he, he's got to feel it. I think in the back, probably for management, all this, he's got to pick up a win Saturday night. All right. And then we go further down the car. Art, we just mentioned them looking to keep up their momentum off their, their win. Taking on the returning Waves and Curls, one of the most popular acts, I'd say, in uh, recent history in Limitless Wrestling. Every time they pop that curtain, the people love it. The dancing, uh, guaranteed, I would say. But yeah, Art and Waves and Curls. And if I I feel like these two have, have, have gone at it before. If not, 
Um, I'm sure I'm sure that we'll see this a lot over the years, but this should be a this should be a pretty fun matchup. Both teams are uh, very charismatic and and have uh, in, in their own different ways. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the pop when Waves and Curls comes back. So this was actually a trios match that was scheduled for Restival that ended up having to get changed around, I believe, due to COVID protocols. So oh, it was right. originally to be Art versus Waves and Curls and Love Doug, and it ended up being the main event in that spot. So uh, this is a match that we've kind of been trying to put together for quite some time, and I think it's happening, honestly, at the perfect time. Uh, Waves and Curls have not been in a limitless wrestling ring geez, uh, since December. I believe. I, I think it was December with the matchup uh, with Mac Daniels and BRG to open the show. Correct. That's the last time that we've seen waves and curls. Aaron Rourke and Ricky Smoke seemingly back on the same page. I mean, we almost, we talk about prestigious fracturing. Well, it was almost the story of art fracturing there for a little bit, but uh, it seems like they've got it together. I mean, by any means necessary, they were able to get by MSP last time with the glitter bomb in the face from Aaron Rourke, but uh, these two are clicking right now, and I, I think you have to be in a matchup with Waves and Curls, who they're wrestling some of the best tag teams around the country right now weekly. So a big spot for them to come back and maybe uh, thwart the momentum of Art here early before it really gets going. And Art, of course, they, they want to keep putting it together and impressing Ava Everett while she's gone. Yeah, Waves and Curls looking to extend a two-match li- winning streak in Limitless going back to uh, last November, and they defeated Slaughterhouse. Followed by the win over the aforementioned prestigious. So yeah, looking to go three and zero in their last three in Limitless coming up on Saturday night. And then Randy, we have a four way scramble. This is uh this is gonna be a fun match. I love these matches, especially when there's some new talent involved. So it's a nice mix here. So we have Mortar, who everyone knows and has been uh, really impressive, I'd say, so far in this calendar year uh, in Limitless Wrestling, getting a lot of last second opportunities, you know, filling opportunities and making the most of them. And putting on some great uh, efforts, whether it's singles or tag team match. You guys remember the match uh, with uh, uh, Shane Mercer? We tagged with him. Some dissension between those guys, a little bit of one upsmanship there. But uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. Obviously, Restable, we talked about before. BRG of Prestigious with the one and only John Alba against two debuting talents in Limitless Wrestling Da Big Bufa, Desmond Cole out of New York City, and the Rabbit Honey Badger, Ryan Mooney of Pro Wrestling Grind. Interesting four way, Randy. Tell me how this came together and Tell the people a little bit more about Desmond Cole and Ryan Mooney because you're very excited about both. Yeah, I'm super excited for this match in general. Um, I'll start with the guys that we know and have seen, obviously, in Limitless before, Mortar. I think an awesome showing, like you said, in that tag match with Shane Mercer. And I I even told him, I'm, I had never had, like, since I think his Limitless debut, the matchup with Alec Price, the very first match in the Yarmouth Vets Hall, uh, I had never had such a reception for mortar and uh people really wanted him back quickly so we were able to set this up get him back in the mix john alba of course the facilitator of prestigious he said you know we need to and i think here's the real deal i think he's just trying to keep tensions down and prestigious we saw tensions rise when channing had the singles match back in november and there was nothing for brg and mac daniels and uh i think he's you know trying to trying to keep all the mouths fed so to speak so brg on this show as well, Fatal 4-Way Action. We haven't seen him in a singles capacity in a limitless ring. I don't know how. I think it's back to the road, honestly. So, BRG, big opportunity for him as well on this show to show what he can do. The big boof of Desmond Cole, I'll be real. This is a dude who I saw popping up on Twitter. Uh, I literally saw clips of this guy, and I'm like, shit, man. 
this guy's so cool. Like I, and I went and watched a couple matches and like, uh, had not communicated with him before. It's just like one of those things where right, right time frame. I was just like scrolling Twitter and I literally think it was Hoke's Twitter, uh, the gift God. He, he was posting some clips of this guy from a show in New York. And I was like, fuck, this guy's unique as hell. And, uh, I took a look and got in touch with him, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do in this kind of capacity. And Ryan Mooney, everyone's been telling me to book Ryan Mooney from Pro Wrestling Grind for months, I swear. Top Shelf Troy, our cameraman Paul, Alec Price after wrestling him. Uh, he had a banger with Gary J from their most recent show, which is up right now on IWTV. So Ryan Mooney, I mean, man, uh, a lot of people going to bat for him, and sometimes that seals the deal for you to get here. So. Uh, I'm excited for people to see Ryan Mooney. I think he's going to fit in. And I think the same about Desmond Cole. I think these guys are going to fit in so well to the landscape of limitless wrestling. So I'm excited to see what people think of them. I mean, this is four ways really where you can stand out in another kind of match where, uh, win, lose, or draw, you might be able to punch your ticket back to limitless wrestling very soon. So big opportunity for all four involved. Obviously we see BRG all the fucking time, unfortunately with John Alba <laughs> and John's going to be there. Mac's going to be there. Mac just texted me today and you know, take a guess at just what it said. Um, boy, was it just a picture of him flexing and, and, and uh, look at, look at me after my workout, something like that. It just said, you know who it is. Oh, you know who it is. Yeah. I I'm like, dude, that. I'm literally just going to block your number. <laughs> Well, should be going. Yeah, four way, and yeah, we love the uh, the debuts, and especially guys that you're excited about. So that's great as well. And also uh, making her debut. This is somebody that uh, people are familiar with. Let's wrestle uh, has seen her before. A Massachusetts uh, product, Shanna Labanji, making her limitless wrestling debut on Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. I think Shannon really been putting in the work at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, and she's had some standout performances across the Northeast recently. And another one who getting an opportunity here is why, like, uh, I don't know, I mentioned earlier, it felt like a Westbrook-era show. It just feels like uh, there's a, it feels like there's a lot for the taking right now in Limitless Wrestling, and I think we're going to see some new players really step up on this show. So um, that makes it exciting for me. I think it makes it exciting, especially for those who watch – and follow Limitless Wrestling closely. Uh, I think it's just going to be a fun time. So uh, if you haven't yet, grab your tickets under 40 or main, limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets, and uh, they'll be held at the door for you because you don't want to miss this one. Certainly. Yeah, it should be a good night coming up on Saturday. Hard not to act reckless. I got it right, Randy. You just got up it. Sat this Saturday in Yarmouth, Maine. Is Yarmouth officially the, the venue you've done the most shows in, most Limitless shows? That's a good question. I... If you're counting, are you counting all the, the pandemic shows as well? Mm, let's just say shows with fans. Okay. Uh, it would still be pretty close because we didn't, uh, Westbrook, we ran for like a longer period of time. However, those shows were only every two months and we've right. been doing, we've done monthly in Yarmouth since June of last year. And then we also did the October 19 to uh, February 22 or wait, no, February 20 run. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it'd be pretty close by now. There's been a lot of shows there. Mm, interesting stuff. Maybe it probably get a plaque there or something once it happens. No. <laughs> well, if we don't knock them off the wall, we were taking down the ring last time and someone was bringing something from downstairs up and cleaned out one of the, uh, photos 
on the wall and somehow did not bust the glass of the picture frame, but wow. the frame itself was trashed. So, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. We gotta be a little more careful there. Gonna, I, say, gonna... I say that, and then we've got the, some of the matches like we've got on the card. So, <laughs> I say, that, I mean, the event Saturday is called "Hard Not to Act Reckless." You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, I've sent over the insurance. Okay. <laughs> Good. So, coming up this uh, this Saturday, looking forward to seeing everyone there. And real quick, let's. Uh, we have not talked since your last show, Volume Seventeen, for Let's Wrestle. That happened a couple weeks ago. And Randy, we we part of the show. You know, you and I talk. It's. You know, it's uh, breaking down the fourth wall. It's uh, it, having fun with some of the stuff, being honest about some stuff. I texted you after this show, and not, not the not the best time going into it due to a, a car accident out front, and just just kind of one of those nights in the life of, of a promoter. It sounded like. Yeah, it was an interesting one. Um, I was not necessarily a fan of the show. I think there were definitely aspects of it that were awesome, and were probably things that I will carry with me for a while, but uh no it was just tough like uh, i also like everyone luckily for the car accident aspect of everything everybody was okay and unfortunately like there was a fan involved i found out later oh wow so i i have to assume because it happened right out front like uh, some people witnessed that it. it was like 10 minutes before we opened doors and they had to shut down the roadway so luckily everybody was okay but uh we had a lot of people who could not make it to this show and uh, that was a bummer because, uh, you know, the people who purchased tickets and people who were uh, family members, because we did have we did have a big moment that we clued a few people in on. We had uh, Brandino Davis in the house, which was awesome. Um, and we didn't tell anybody really about that, except for people who we wanted to, you know, we wanted to know so they could make it out to this. And uh, a majority did make it who were who were coming for that alone. And that was that was cool because like we didn't even clue in a lot of the boys because we just didn't want it to be out there and um, to, to be able to like see everybody, you know, being able to see him for first time in a long time. I think a lot of people probably hadn't seen him in six plus months. If not, like some people it had been a couple of years, like years since like the early road tapings. So uh, the reunions and the, just, uh, it was just a very good environment as it always is with let's wrestle shows. And, um, that was a cool moment to have him out there with Eric Johnson again, as they were able to hand over the tag titles together. Um, just cool shit. And uh, there were some fun matches on this show, though. I mean, go out of your way to watch when this drops on IWTV. Uh, prestigious and Miracle Generation in the first round of the Let's Wrestle Tag Team Title Tournament. Uh, Mac Daniels, Rip Bison in the main event. MSP and the Brick City Boys. Uh, we saw the debut of Indigo against Ava Everett. Uh, a wild, wild uh, student-infused battle royal that uh, was just crazy to watch. But um, go out of your way to watch it when it's on IWTV. Just it was, you know, it was a tougher night in general, but um, we got through it. And I'm looking ahead to the next one. We'll talk about that uh, May 21st. We're back at the Morgan Hill Event Center, Herman, Maine, Volume 18, Do or Die, and it's the debut of J.D. Drake, the blue-collar badass, coming to Let's Wrestle for the very first time on the 21st. Also, Shannon Levangie, as well as making her Limitless debut this Saturday. She'll make her return to Let's Wrestle on the 21st of May. So a lot more to come. I think we just announced Eric Johnson today is going to be back as well. So that wasn't just a one-off. He's going to be back in the mix of Let's Wrestle, and uh, I'm interested to see what he does next. 
now no longer being a tag team wrestler as he really kind of put that to bed last time and said, you know, if it's not with, if it's not with Brandino, uh, it doesn't feel right right now. So Eric Johnson uh, on his own and we'll see what comes of that. And as you mentioned, advancing in the uh, Let's Wrestle Tag Team title tournament, Miracle Generation and MSP. And I assume we're going to probably get uh, some other first round matches announced pretty soon for Saturday, May 21st. I tell you what, Josh, how about I give you two teams who are going to be involved? All right. Let's right do it. Right now, exclusive. We, we probably won't announce these by the time this comes out. But the syndicate of Owen Brody and the returning B.A. Tatum, the first time B.A. Tatum has been back in Let's Wrestle since 2020. Those two will be in the tag team tournament as well as the Haven. Sean mm. Knight and Jay Onyx, who I think have really impressed in the first couple shows of Let's Wrestle returning. They had a great matchup with MSP uh, on the very first show back. Go out of your way to watch that if you haven't. So the Haven and the Syndicate are the next two teams who are entered in. Got the confirmation from Johnny Torres, and uh, I believe we're going to have the next two announced within the week. So uh, we'll have a better idea probably the next time we talk on what those matchups are going to be and what we're looking at for the other half of the tournament bracket. Uh, looking forward to that. So yeah, the uh, people have watched the road, obviously know the syndicate very well and uh, BA very unusual character as it were uh, talking to uh, on his banana phone and so on for people that remember that. Yeah. Fun, fun stuff there. But yeah, we're uh, as Bill Belichick would say, Randy, we, we we're on to volume 18 and uh, coming up on Saturday, May 21st tickets available now on wrestling.com slash let's wrestle. And before we go, Randy, you don't just do this podcast. You made an appearance on three of my favorite things in the world, actually four beer, Randy Carver, limitless wrestling and podcast, all four things put together <laughs> in a, a, a single unit. You're on the graining in podcast, which is done by one of the, uh, the founders of Bissell brothers, uh, which is a terrific brewery. People can actually stop in on their way. If they're going to the show, uh, this weekend or a show, um, in, uh, in Yarmouth, Maine, they can stop in at, uh, this right up in Thompson's point, uh, on the way, uh, in Portland. And they can also check in, uh, to the new Bissell brewery. That's not that far away from you, about 15 miles or say, give or take, or 15 minutes, one of those two. And yeah, you were on their podcast this week. It was like a 90 minute podcast. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Tell us all about it. Yeah. I had a blast of them. Uh, Matt and Noah, Noah Bissell of, uh, Bissell brothers and Matt is, uh, kind of head honcho at the Milo location, which is a stone's throw from where I live. It was a super easy drive. And it's actually, it was kind of funny where the, where it was located. I had been to that facility numerous times as a child. My dad was a logger and uh, it was, it used to be like a chainsaw shop and they have renovated the entire thing. It's a beautiful tap room with a patio out there. Uh, they've got a kitchen now in there and uh, just, well, yeah, we, we chilled and taped the podcast, kind of talked everything Limitless Wrestling and uh, the story of it and where we're at now. And we kind of just dove into a lot of different things that you don't normally talk about. It was very cool. Uh, Noah has attended a few Limitless shows, so he knows what's up. And uh, Matt used to watch wrestling as well. So it's not just like one of those random podcasts with people who don't know anything about wrestling. Um, so definitely give it a whirl. Uh, they've done a, uh, a podcast as well. I think we mentioned it on the podcast at the time, but uh, they spoke with Ashley Vox. Um, I think it was in December it came out. It was a very good episode of the podcast that I would recommend checking out as well. But had a blast with those guys. You can check that out wherever you get your podcasts. 
definitely. Yeah, looking forward to listening to that. And obviously, we'll get a few more plugs out of the way. Obviously, IWTV, you could watch some of the lead up to this show in terms of you know, what's been going on the limitless the past few months. If you haven't already on IWTV, use the, limit, the code LIMITLESS to uh, get uh, that helps out the promotion quite a bit. Uh, Pluto TV as well. If you guys search for Limitless Wrestling on Pluto TV, which is absolutely free, you can watch old episodes of The Road and obviously tell them uh, they had a, a big announcement there. They're going to start to do live wrestling, or at least they're going to kick that off uh, this weekend, actually, and with Defy Wrestling and who knows? Let them know you want to see some live limitless wrestling on there, right? Let's dream big. Pluto TV, check out all types of stuff there. And social media, you can follow LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 950,000 subscribers, give or take. You know, it's 360 million views. Unbelievable stuff there. Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter. Josh Nason on Twitter, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. We're on the road this Saturday, Yarmouth, Maine. And Limitless Wrestling, big matches, Alec Price, Rip Bison, all types of other stuff as well. Can't wait to see you guys Saturday. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. And until next time, be Limitless.